What are some common mistakes that you see when the entrepreneurs or business owner hop on the Pinterest platform? Well, one of the things is that they only share their content. And 80% of Pinterest, you know, tra I mean, stuff that's going on in Pinterest are repins. And that's when you're repinning somebody else's content. Like, so I would go on and I see that you had posted something about one of your blogs and I would pin that to my board. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, that links back to your website. Yeah. And so a lot of times. That is Jeff C., the creative director at His Design Inc., where he works to help clients market themselves in the best way possible using variety of mediums. He is also the head beard at the Many Pinterest Tips, where he is the creator and host of the Many Pinterest Tips show. Yes, you heard me right, Many, with top tips, pop culture, comedy, and just plain fun. Jeff teaches Pinterest technique unlike any other. He is also on the social team at the Social Media Examiner and manages their Pinterest and Instagram accounts. In this episode, we will teach you how to Pinterest for your business, such as why you should consider Pinterest as a part of the traffic source, three common Pinterest mistakes for business owners. Is your target audience male? If yes, while for the more, you need to consider Pinterest for your business. Three pro Pinterest business tips to be most effective and to light up your day. What happened to Jeff's beard at the major conference? All coming up for you at the Godly MBA Marketing Beyond Ambition podcast, episode 035. Welcome to the Godly MBA, Marketing Beyond Ambition. This is the only podcast that will share and teach actionable and biblical marketing strategies to empower you, the value-based business owners and Christian entrepreneurs. Learn to communicate your message effectively in this noisy world so you can finally earn more, serve more, and give more. Now, here is your host, Kelly Botter. Hello, Katie here. Welcome to God the MBA podcast. I'm so excited to resume our new season of podcast after a long break. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any power pack episode. And your reviews on iTunes serves as a fresh dose of blessings to me and my team. We will really appreciate it. While Facebook is hot, as I often told my clients recently in 2018, you need to not just focus on distribution channels. More importantly, you need to focus on discovery channels. Meaning, when people type into that search box in that channel, the seeking solution, they should be able to find you. And that's why I invited our guest today to teach us his expertise, Pinterest for business tips. Now, let's check with Jeff. Hello, Jeff. It's so awesome that you are, you are here with us today. Well, thanks, Kelly. Thanks so much for uh, inviting me on your show. I'm very excited to be here. So, Jeff, I mean, I already kind of tell our audience, you know, a little bit about you, but would you mind share, you know, from your own words that where you're from and how did you become this leader in the Pinterest field? Because, you know, people think about Pinterest 
more like a feminine right. type of platform, right? So right. it's interesting to to know. Yeah, well, I started kind of my journey. I grew up actually in a very small town in Kansas. Uh, my dad was a pastor there. He's been a pastor for over 40 some years. Um, and then recently he moved here, but I grew up in a small town. So kind of have the small town values. And I lived in Kansas for a long time, ended up in Texas because my wife and I were dating and she was working at a, a, a kid's home here. And um, so anyway, we've been in East Texas. We're in Longview, Texas uh, for the past over 20 years because we've been married 20 years. Uh, my wife's awesome. She's one of those great ladies. You know, if she ever left me, I'd probably have to go with her. So, I mean, it's just, she's, <laughs> she's, she's awesome. She's a great partner. But uh, I've been re uh, running a digital marketing agency in Longview, Texas for uh, over uh, 14 years. So um, I would do commercials and websites and all, all that kind of stuff. And then I decided uh, years ago that I, was, I better start getting on this social media thing because I'm telling all my clients that I need to get on the social media thing. So I need to do it too. So um, we're driving back from visiting my parents and my wife's parents in Kansas. And my wife's parents live, and they still live in Kansas, but they live it's, it's just boring. I mean, it's flat. I mean, you look out and you can see the back of your head. I mean, that's how flat it is. And so we um, were driving back and I, I was I started listening to a lot of podcasts and I was listening to this podcast by Mike Stelzner uh, called the Social Media Marketing Podcast. And he had this lady on and uh, her name was Cynthia Sanchez and she was talking all about Pinterest and how Pinterest uh, really drove a lot of traffic to her blog. And so I said, you know, I'll try that. I just had started a new blog for my company I said, you know, I'll do this and, and see, see what happens. And so I got back. I started, uh, I wrote an article, and it was called, uh, because, you know, the perception was that it's only for women and it was only, only for wedding dresses and nail art and how to braid your hair and kind of stuff. And when I got on, I, I found, you had to dig for it, but I found that there's a lot of good stuff on Pinterest for guys. And so I wrote this article called Manly Pinterest Tips Number One, and it was about sharing a secret board with my daughter and on Pinterest, you can have secret boards where only you and whoever you tell else can see them, and you can pin content to it. And so my daughter was pinning recipes she wanted me to cook and try and craft, and I was pinning stuff to her. And it was really great. So I wrote this article, and it did really, really well. and People really enjoyed it. So I continued, and I wrote like mainly Pinterest tip number two and three and four. And about that time, uh, I had really started getting involved in Google+. And back then, Google+, was really, really popular. A lot of people were jumping on the bandwagon because it had a lot of search benefits and all sorts of things. And... Uh, this is when these Google Hangout shows started. And mm. somebody said, oh, Jeff, why don't you do uh, a Manly Pinterest Tips show? And I went, okay. And I got four other guys who had way bigger followings than I even had. And I was just lucky that they wanted to do it. And so we did five or six shows. Well, we did more. Than, we probably did close to 10 shows. And it did really well. It was really popular. We got great guests on there. And then we said, well, let's do another show called The Manly Show. And we did that show. And we got guests like... Guy Kawasaki was on. We had uh, some uh, Hollywood directors who directed like Pretty Woman and Under Siege. And so it was a lot of fun. And then uh, at around, I think it was 2014, I said, I'm going to relaunch the Manly Pinterest show as a podcast and did that, did really well. Um, that led to me uh, being asked to speak at Podcast Movement for their second conference. So I did that. That led me, led me to being on Michael Stelzner's podcast. And then that led to him offered me a job uh, to run actually the social media examiner's Pinterest account. And so it's just uh, a lot of that uh, stuff all started with that little Pinterest show and that one little blog post I wrote. I can trace it all back to that. So it's been a very, very, very cool journey. Wow. 
Yeah. So, you know, it's just so fun to hear Mandy Pinterest show, yeah. really. Yeah, and, and so it was a kind of a play on words. And one of the things about Pinterest is the reason I really liked it is because Pinterest has what we say the longest shelf life of all the social media networks, which means, you know, like if you if you post something to Twitter, uh, Moz has said that it lasts for about 10 to 15 minutes. It's probably even shorter now. Facebook, they're saying like 45 minutes. I'm still getting traffic from pins that that's still from that Manly Pinterest show number one. I still get traffic back to my blog from that. It's amazing. It's the long-term shelf life. It really never goes away. And if you're optimizing your Pinterest and repinning stuff, um, it really can drive a lot of traffic and a lot of long-term traffic to your uh, to your blog or to your product. Wow. Actually, I did not know about that part. So what are some common mistakes that you see when the entrepreneurs or business owners hop on the Pinterest platform? Well, one of the things is that they only share their content. And 80% of Pinterest, you know, I mean, stuff that's going on in Pinterest are repins. And that's when you're repinning somebody else's content. Like, so I would go on and I see that you had posted something about one of your blogs and I would pin that to my board. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, you know, that links back to your website. Yeah. And so a lot of times uh, businesses will get on there and the first of all, and they'll just pin their own stuff. All their, it's only their own things and they're just pinning their own stuff. And to be noticed, and it's almost like a sharing environment. So um, every day when I go to Pinterest, I look and see some of my favorite pinners like Peg Fitzpatrick, Rebecca Radice, uh, Mike Alton, some people who I really like and trust on Pinterest, and I'll pin their stuff, which is their content. And they're pinning other people's content as well. So I think the biggest mistake is people get on there and they just share their own stuff and it almost kind of looks a little bit spammy. Mm -hmm. And so businesses need to not be afraid to share um, other people's content. And what you want to think about is who's your audience. And so mine's kind of broad because it's mainly Pinterest tips. So I pin mainly food recipes. I pin uh, uh, you know social media stuff because that's kind of what I do. But I also pin you know camping stuff and uh, things that will have to do with you know manly you know how to decorate your man cave stuff like that. So it's a variety of things and people can follow. Um, just your board or your whole account. And that's one of the things other, uh, when businesses get on, when they start following people is a mistake they make is they just click on follow all. And so that means you're following every single thing that somebody's putting out. And so uh, you can kind of start getting content that you really maybe not want. So one of the keys thing is just, if you're interested in social media, then people just follow my social media board. If they're interested in the recipes I'm pinning, they just can follow that. So um, that's one of the mistakes too, that people when they first uh, get on Pinterest make. The other one is just not giving it enough time. You know, I try to pin every day, you know, at least in the morning and the evening, just because that's my brand for one thing. But even businesses, even if you're going on to it for like, you know, three times a week, you need to be on there and be consistent and give it time to work because it's not, it's not an instant thing. Kind of like Twitter is, you know, you put out there and you can see some, I mean, it's a long-term play. Pinterest is a long-term play. And, but but the results are just amazing. Uh, a lot of the pinners that I talk to, their number one source of, tra of traffic to their website is from Pinterest. Mm. So I think it sounds like just like all other social media's platforms, right? It's almost like uh, I say, if in person, you know, we walk into a network event, right? Mm -hmm. We would not right away like take our business card or right, our, right. our product say, you know, just buy my stuff. We would like to more, you know, get to know other people and mm -hmm. and hopefully be like connector as well. 
so can you maybe share with us some maybe some relevant uh, statistics thing about Pinterest so you know kind of help us understand a little bit more sure one of the things too you got to uh, with Pinterest and it's it's a totally different animal than social media networks and so even the founders have said it's not really a social media network it's almost a discovery engine and they've done some really cool stuff with actually if you see a pin uh, let's say you somebody pins a picture of like a living room suite and you like that picture on the background well now you can just search visually just for that uh photo of that you know the image on the background and it could pull it up and if it's a bible pin you could buy it so they're doing some really cool stuff with visual search on pinterest so I always like to say Pinterest is more of a kind of like a discovery engine or, you know, search engine uh, kind of thing than maybe a social media network. The founders have said, you know, Pinterest is not just about sharing with your friends. It's about saving ideas for your future. So a couple of things, people are going to Pinterest to buy and and save stuff. So uh, they actually they there's there's some really great stats about how. Um, people are buying more from Pinterest than even from Facebook. But here's some stats that I really always kind of um, drill down on. You know, the whole manly uh, Pinterest thing, which is kind of a play on words. But it is actually in, t- in 2014, um, the male demographic was the fastest growing demographic on Pinterest. There's actually more um, men use Pinterest in the United States every month than read Sports Illustrated and GQ combined. So there's a lot of guys on Pinterest. It's just not. You know, it still has that kind of uh, female thing, but it's not that way over in um, other countries. Like there's a about a 50-50 split, a male and female pinners in emerging markets like India and Korea and Japan. And even in the UK, it's not such a, you know, stigma as it is here that men are on Pinterest. So those are some cool stats that I like to say. And I mean, and just the long-term traffic, you know, like I was saying, it just, it lasts forever. So that is quite uh, fantastic for, you know, those of you, you're listening to this episode and if your target audience, it's male, uh, mm-hmm. you know, then you know that actually you can utilize Pinterest. Uh, so can you give us some like a, some pro tips for when sure. it comes to the Pinterest marketing? Well, one of the things is when I, I always want to make sure that I'm always thinking about my audience. So one of the things is, is I don't pin, I usually don't pin um, articles or uh, statistics that are over a year old because it doesn't really matter. If I pin a, a flip phone statistic from 20 or 1988, it really doesn't matter. No matter how pretty the image is, it really doesn't matter to my audience. It's not relevant information. And that's the other thing is, is I always double check the links. Now there's people who I follow every day, like I mentioned before, Peg and Mike and those guys. Um, I know that they, they do the same thing. They check their links, which when what I mean by that is, is when you when you pin a pin on Pinterest that you double you click on it to go to wherever that pin is leading to. And so you want to make sure it's going to the right article that somebody really hasn't hijacked it and it's going to relevant information and not a spam thing or anything mm-hmm. like that. So um, that's one thing I really want to check because I, just remember your audience. Remember, people are following you for a reason and you want to be providing them good information. The other thing is is to think about mobile. They they say like 80 to 90% of all the activity that happens on Pinterest is from a mobile device. So you want to make sure one that when you when they click on your link and it goes back to your website that your website um, is mobile optimized. If it's not, it's time to get off your dinosaur and go and fix that. But the uh, you want to make sure that it's optimized for mobile. And a lot of times I'll see 
uh, pens that look really, really good, maybe on a desktop, mm -hmm. like when they were designing it on Photoshop, it looked really good. But when you get it on mobile, the text overlay is really hard to read. Uh, for some reason, I see a lot of uh, like wedding designers and um, florist kind of uh, industries. They like to use those really scripty fonts. Right. And those are hard. To, they look great when they're big, but when they're small on your mobile device, they're really hard to read. So you want to make sure that the font is is uh, really clear and your text overlay is really clear on a mobile mobile device and just check on that. And the other thing is, um, and this is kind of a tip that you can have multiple pins for the same kind of URL. So let's say I have a product. I'm selling some sort of widget. I am not just limited to one pin pointing back to that widget. I can do multiple ones and see which one's doing really, really well, and then maybe throw some money behind it as a promoted pin or something like that. And you could do the same thing with blog posts. Uh, a lot of my friends and, and Pagan and Rebecca are great at doing this. They'll have a blog post that's doing really well, and then they'll wait for a month or two, and then they'll create another pin that looks different, that leads back to that blog post. It may have the same title, it may have the same kind of uh, theme to it, but they're creating multiple pins that lead back to that same product. So it's very, very powerful in that way. And Jeff, do you use any like a third-party tool to manage your Pinterest? I do. Now a word from our sponsor, Lead Pages. Lead pages generates leads and sales for your business on the web in emails via text messaging and on social media. It's one of my favorite tools because it has saved me and my clients a lot of time and money every single year. The drag and drop templates allow you to set up a proper trackable campaign in no time. And the newest feature called Checkout it enables you to collect payment right from your lead pages with Stripe account. It's a no-brainer. You can join the 14-day free trial at kellybarder.com forward slash lead pages. Now, back to the show. Uh, I'm a big fan of Tailwind. Uh, and you can find them at tailwindapp.com, and I also have a link to them on my website. But um, they do a great job for analytics. Their analytics are incredible, but they also let me schedule pins. As much as I love being on Pinterest, um, I can't be on it all the time, every day, you know. And so I can schedule pins to go out. And so that does a, that, that saves so much time. It saves so much time when I'm helping my clients do the same thing. So I can schedule pins to go out. There's another one, Buffer, is also one you can schedule um, pins with. I just like Tailwind because I just like their, their analytics. But if, if you're really limited in budget and you want to do multiple things, then, then look at Buffer as well. But, uh, yeah, it just it, I can find out what my most popular boards are. I can do all sorts of things uh, with a, a Tailwind account that just, for me, I couldn't live without it. And when it comes to uh, creating those beautiful pink images... Mm -hmm. uh, how how did you do it? I usually do it uh, for mine. I, I've been using Photoshop for years, so I use uh, Adobe Photoshop. But there's some really good tools, and I've used a lot for uh, other clients. Is Canva mm -hmm. is great. Um, there's also now Adobe Spark Post, which is for your app, which you can do a lot of cool stuff with um, for Instagram and, and any of those networks. You can do all on your phone, and they look great. The key thing that I would say when you're using an app or something like Canva or and Canva has a now, now has one for your your phone as well. But any of those things, try to mix and match. They have one of the things I noticed when Canva came out is after a while, 
I would notice, oh, that's a Canva pen. Oh, oh that's they, they all start to look the same because they're just taking the, temp, the template, changing the text, and maybe throwing a new background image. So what I suggest is there's a way in Canva to add a page. And what you can do is you can take those templates and, and mix them up. Like you could have one up here, and you like the text on this one, but you can drag it up and change it. And so you're mixing it up a little bit more than maybe the default templates have. So I'm always wanting to stand out in the feed. I'm always wanting to look different. You know, If everybody else is doing images, I want to do video. If everybody else is doing video, I want to do images or, or animated GIF or something like that. So my thing is always try to stand out in the feed, and if, the more you can mix it up with those kind of uh, graphic helper apps, the better off you'll be. Wonderful. You know, uh, Jeff, I'm not using Pinterest that much, to be honest. But um, question, I don't know, is Pinterest also have a, a option that people like, you know, Facebook ad, but do, yes. do, does Pinterest also have that option as well nowadays? Yeah, that's for it's now I, I think it's just still and they're and they're they're rolling it out gradually to other countries. I think right now promoted pins are only for the United States and Great Britain. But you can have uh that's why, you know, when you all was talking about doing the multiple pins for a product, a lot of times I'll do that and see which one's working really well mm -hmm. and then I'll throw money behind it to be a, a promoted pins. Uh there's a couple of different ones. There's one for traffic and then there's one for engagement. I always do the traffic one engagement for me, unless you're doing like a uh, a product launch or something like that. I don't think is uh, does as well as the traffic promoted pin, and that you just it's just kind of like a Facebook um, uh, promoted post. You you know you pick your audience, you can pick your uh, interest and your keywords, and you can do it that way. The cool new thing that they've just started doing on Pinterest is doing audiences, which is just like. Facebook audiences where you can upload your email list mm -hmm. and then target to those people or do a lookalike audience. Yeah. They have the same thing now for Pinterest, which is very, very cool for advertisers. Oh, that's a cool then. That's really mm -hmm. cool. Yes. Yeah. So Jeff, uh, so far you've, you know, we listened to you that we feel like you are so perfect. <laughs> no, I have <laughs> not. Perfect that you at all. know, you know, I no. mean, you explain the way so nicely and, and then we, we listen to your journey is, it seems um, quite smooth. Uh, maybe can you share with us some any fun moment or embarrassed moment in this journey? Yeah, there's. You know, I've done a lot of uh, goofy things. I've. You know, you always put your foot in your mouth some in some way. But um, it, this isn't really. A, this is one of. I think it was my first or second time I was speaking at my speaking gig that I had, and I think it was at Podcast Movement. It may have been. Anyway, I'm talking with this guy, and it's after the after the conference, and we're sitting there just talking. And he's a he's a you know very popular guy. Everybody knows him, and you know really up there. And I'm talking to him, you know, and we're just kind of having a nice chat. And this this lady, who I guess was she was in my uh, session, walked by and just reached out and grabbed and tugged my beard and walked away. <gasps> and and he go and the guy goes, "Is that your wife?" And I go, "No, I don't know who that is." And he was flabbergasted that somebody would do that and i was really embarrassed because i'm like i don't i don't know sorry i don't know who that was and anyway so uh you never know who you're gonna meet at these things <laughs> and so um you know and i and um because when i get embarrassed i turn bright red and i'm sure for the rest of the conversation i was just totally red-faced and i couldn't even think it, clearly after that and so I don't even remember what I said after that but it, it didn't go well but that was one of the 
kind of a weird, funny uh, story. But, you know, when you talk about people on social media, you only see the good things a lot right. of times. You only mm -hmm. see the successes. You only see the beach photos when they're on vacation. You don't see the late nights. You don't see the mistakes of, you know, I've done some some goofy things. I'm, I made some videos that I just am like, oh, what did I do? And they're still out there. Um, but, you know, and so it, it, that's one of my favorite quotes is from uh, John Acuff. And he says, you know, don't compare your beginning to somebody else's middle. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really important to remember when um, you, you see these people on social media and you think they're perfect and and everything. They're not. They put their pants on just like you do. And they make <laughs> they make mistakes and you're not seeing the whole picture. So, you know, uh, you know, it's the same thing with anybody, I believe. So, yeah, a while back, I just um, put a, a, a little clip uh, for for, you know, just for fun, for weekend fun in my own Facebook group and in another, you know, a private community about how it, the clips that I failed so many times when I forgot about my script, you know, mm -hmm. when the uh, finished product sound it sounds great, it looks great, but right. but behind the scene, just like two lines script, can I get it straight? It's like twenty takes, you know, uh -huh. and then you know people love that because they figure okay that that made me feel better because you know right. you, are, you are the same, just like I am. <laughs> when I and when I first try, when I was first trying out, you know, I always said I want to stand out in the feed. That's kind of what I I want to be different. And so I think there's, yeah, gosh, it's probably on my website buried somewhere. But there's one where I actually sang a commercial because I thought, oh, I'll do something funny. And I listened to it the other day. I'm like, oh my gosh, why in the world would I ever do that? It was a takeoff. There used to be the um, Bud Light commercials, you know, the uh, and they would have these. Uh, Real Man Presents, you know, and they would have these funny audios. And I did the same thing, and I sang it. And it was just, why did I do that? I have no idea, but I did. <laughs> so, anyway, it's there. Okay, Jeff, can I ask a question? Mm -hmm. That what is the inspiration for you that you've grown this long beard? Uh, okay, uh, yeah. So when I first started the Manly Pinterest Tip Show, um, I thought, okay, I'm going to try this for a year. And, you know, a good beard takes about a year to grow, I thought. And so I thought if I fail, I'm going to fail spectacularly and I could just I can just shave it off and go on. And so this is uh, actually now it's closer to uh, in next March, it'll be three years. So, um, yeah, so it's it's I guess I'll keep it until I it's in my logo. I guess I'm stuck with it now. I know. So, <laughs> Luckily, my wife likes it. And my kids like it. So it's it's cool with them. So yeah. it's very fun. Okay, that's fun. So, Jeff, can you share with us? I know you are a brother. Uh, mm -hmm. Share the same face. So uh, can you share with us what is that one of the godly MBA moments for you? The moment right. that you realize, you know, what you are doing in business or career-wise, it's way beyond just a business. Right. Well, you know, growing up in the church and uh, being a preacher's kid, I was, you know, I was tip I was the typical pre preacher's kid. It was not good sometimes. You know, I always told people that I was even going to be a pastor or an axe murderer. There was no middle ground. But I actually, it, it kind of did. But anyway, um, so, you know, I, I've always tried to, and, and I am the, you know, I am an imperfect Christian. I really am. But I, I really strive you know, and, and, you know, we all have seasons in our life, but, you know, even naming my first company, his design, 
you know, a lot of people will go, you know, they've actually messaged me before. It's like, does that mean what I think it means? And I'm like, yeah, it does. So, <laughs> you know, so that's been cool to do it that way. But I guess, and we talked about this earlier, um, one of my, I guess the godly NBA moments recently that happened was, um, you know, Gary V. And I don't, you know, he, he curses way too much for me, but he, he is a smart business guy. Um, and he, I saw one of his videos and somebody had walked up to him while he was in a cab and she goes, give me three words for, uh, of inspiration for this day. And Gary V said this, he goes, you're gonna die. And I went, that's good. I said, and I, and I, I think of it a different way than what probably Gary thinks about it, but, uh, we're, we are on this earth for a short amount of time. If you really think about it, business you know, we, we spend a lot of time wanting to be success, successful and, and making our business great. But really, in the grand scheme of things compared to eternity, it's a passing vapor. And I think we need to trickle everything down through that. You know, we talked about embarrassing moments. You know, in the long run of things, that embarrassing moment doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's how we treat other people, how we point them to uh, Jesus, how we... Um, you know, we interact with people around us, how we uh, share with our families. That's really what's important because we are going to die. It's just that simple. And Gary, you know, that, and that lady was like, that, that's incredible. And so it's not, we have a different, since we're believers, we have a different um, uh, mindset about that. And so I think sharing why we, why that, you know, we're only here for a short amount of time with others and to, you know, love like Jesus would love is, is very, very important. Yeah. You know, uh, I think Steve Jobs said a similar thing, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I remember when I was in car, car crash in 2010. Mm-hmm. And that kind of just, you know, my car was sandwiched in Las Vegas. And uh, my kids, it's in the back seat. And thank God that we are in the big minivan. So mm-hmm. we all survived. Uh, but that moment, it really just kind of have a strong reminder, say we, we kind of live the, the way like, you know, there's always tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But in reality, nobody knows, right? Right, exactly. Uh, it's interesting that yesterday uh, I was uh, one event organizer and we were talking about the opportunity for me uh, to put me as a speaker. And in the end of it, yeah, he said he sh- he. In the end, he said, yeah, I surely want you to to be one of my speakers. But then he asked a question, say, why you want to speak? And I thought of that, you know, because that speaking gate is not like a huge monetary return right, or right. anything like that. Um, so I said, you know, I will be fifty um, in a year. And I really just want to make a dent. <laughs> I just want to make a difference that if I know that the message that I deliver, somehow there's one person there, they will be pushed to do what they should be doing, mm-hmm. then I think I have done my job. Right. Right. Uh, so, yeah. So, you know, brother, thank you so much because just for this episode for that, for you to say yes, uh, is a proof that you're such a giver. 
And oh. I really appreciate that. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It's it's great. I love the the whole uh, idea that you have behind your podcast. I think it's just is awesome in your show. Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. Wow. Did you jot down all the golden nuggets from Jeff? Don't you love that Baird story? Sometimes we encounter those situations make us speechless about human behaviors, don't we? Speaking of behaviors, if you want to build a successful business, you do need to get clarity in five areas. They are your message, your audience, your profit styles, your process system, and your goals. You can download this detailed guide I have prepared for you called Five C's to Shine at kellybother.com forward slash clarity. Again, that's kellybother.com forward slash clarity. Here is what's coming up in the next episode with Jenny Bengal, an inspirational school teacher turned full-time entrepreneur and also retired her husband. I had been writing curriculum for a few years now, and I had left the public school system to pursue this full time and saw it as a way for me to reach more teachers around the world and instead of just being in one school. And so I was really on my own for oh, over a year before I got the idea that maybe he could retire from his position. He was working as an electrical engineer. And I got this idea and I thought there's no way that he's going to want to do this. But did you know you can listen to our show on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, pretty much everywhere. That means if you use Alexa from Amazon at home, you can also give the command to play our show. Pretty cool, right? Please do subscribe and review at kellybowler.com forward slash review. It helps more people can find the show. My team and I will really appreciate it. For all the goodies and today's show notes, please visit kellybowler.com forward slash 035. Remember, you matter. See you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Godly MBA podcast. For more actionable marketing tips and strategies and today's show notes, visit www.kellybotter.com.